the Bible Study Podcast, episode 167. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of money. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. This is the third in our series on money. We talked in the first one about whether God wants us to be rich. We talked in the second one about whether blessing implies riches. And when we talked in that second episode, I mentioned a couple of verses, and one of them was the one that was very surprising to the disciples, and that was, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go into heaven. So in this episode, we're going to look at what is the problem with money, or what problems can arise from money. And we'll start with probably the best known verse, the one that I would suspect many of you already know, and that is from Matthew 6. And Matthew 6 says, No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So you may recall when we were looking at that rich young ruler, and the rich young ruler who came to Jesus and said, what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, you need to obey the commandments. And he said, which ones? And when Jesus mentioned the commandments, he skipped over that first commandment of, you shall have no other gods before me. And I mentioned in those verses that we need to be careful that money doesn't become something more important than God. Otherwise, we're in violation of the first commandment. And that seems to be what this verse, this very well-known verse is saying. Now, this verse doesn't say that you can't have money. Let's be clear on that. It says you cannot serve both God and money. So let's make sure that we're clear that this doesn't say, now we have the other verse about the camels and eyes of needles, but this verse doesn't say you can't have money, but it says you can't serve money. What does it mean to serve money? And again, how is that related to two masters? The issue here is what's important. What are we doing things for? So, for instance, the man who ignores his children because he puts his career first, makes a lot of money, but alienates his children, has made a decision. Consciously or unconsciously, he has put job before family. He has put money before children. If our job, if our quest for money becomes more important than our faith, we've made a decision, we put job before faith. We put money before God. And so this verse is a very simple way of saying, as you make your choices, who are you serving? Towards what end are you doing that? What is the most important thing? What are your priorities? Now, for me, this is a very personal question because I have, in my jobs, worked a lot of hours. I've worked at various startup companies. I'm working for myself now, and I could still work a lot of hours. My current boss is really a slave driver. So this is a question that's top of mind for me, especially when my kids were little. What are my priorities? And it was important for me, for instance, to be able to take breaks to read a bedtime story, even if I was going back to work later. It was important to me that the Sunday morning church experience was still included. And I found it's important for me to have a Sabbath day, to have a day of rest, even if it works out to be a Saturday instead of a Sunday, that I need that sort of recreation, that sort of recreation. I thought this other set of verses here in First Timothy was also interesting on money and the love of money. 
This is obviously part of a larger teaching, so the first verses here are not quite as related, but I want to read this in the context of what we now have as two paragraphs. If anyone teaches false doctrines and does not agree to the sound instruction of our Lord Jesus Christ and to godly teaching, he is conceited and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy, strife, malicious talk, evil suspicions, and constant friction between men of corrupt mind, who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means to financial gain. Now, that was interesting. So we're talking about false teachers at this point, but I want to just focus in on that last sentence there, who have been robbed of the truth and who think godliness is a means to financial gain. Now, this is a verse we could have used in one of the last two episodes that we're talking about, does God want me to be rich? So what Paul is saying here to Timothy is that godliness is not necessarily a road to financial gain, and that certainly dealing with godliness or dealing with faith or religion as a means to an end where the end is financial gain is a corruption. That is, to put money first. And so Paul goes on to say, but godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people, eager for money, have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Now, contentment is obviously the first theme in there, and we're not going to deal with that this one because I want to go into much more depth on contentment in a later episode because that is a real theme, especially in Paul. So we're going to come back to this set of verses here, but I want to look at the rest here. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many and foolish, harmful things. So what Paul is saying here is, and I think we have to especially look at that get-rich kind of mentality, that the most important thing is to acquire riches. We are currently living in a recession in this country and in the rest of the world that comes from this desire, that comes from people who were too eager to get rich, that came from faulty schemes and Not a slow return, but a quick return, basically. And it led to a house of cards that collapsed, that nearly collapsed, at least, our financial system. So this root of all kinds of evil, this all kinds of evil even affects others around us. It affects those we know, it affects those we love, and it affects, in this case, some that we don't even know. Some people, eager for money, have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. So... Is the better paying job always the right answer? This verse says no. That's not necessarily the most important question. Is the better paying career always the good choice? This verse says no. I had an interesting thing personally happen when I was working at the last company I was with. We were about to go public. And we were still not a profitable company because we were a dot-com company. So this was back in the day before the dot-com bubble burst. And I could see that not being a profitable company, there was some part of that that didn't make sense. 
that it seemed to me that that didn't make sense. Even though all of the smarter people than me, all of our advisors at that point were saying, grow, 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 don't worry about being profitable yet. That didn't make sense to me. And so I was faced with a dilemma at the time we were about to go public. I could quit my job about six months before we go public, and then when we go public, I could sell my stock. I I wouldn't have any restrictions on what I could sell. And that seemed to me at the time to be the way that I could make the most money at that company. And in hindsight, it probably was. That was probably a correct financial decision would be at that point quit. That if I wanted to maximize how much money I was going to make, that was the time to leave. And I didn't. And the interesting thing is, as I went through that, as I went through that thought process, I had to come to the realization that, yes, that would probably make me the most money, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. I had a connection. I had a commitment to that company and that staying on and trying to make it more successful, trying to trying to make it benefit the people who were working there, who were who I had a responsibility for seemed to me to be a better decision. Not a better financial decision, but a better decision. And so it was an interesting choice because it left me with an understanding that, at least in that choice, money wasn't my most important priority. And that's a good thing because I was a paper millionaire at that point, or I was about to be a paper millionaire, and I was at the time that we went public. And when I say a paper millionaire, I couldn't sell my stock because I was restricted because of being an insider in the company. I couldn't sell it for six months. But on paper, I was worth a couple million dollars. Now, that money went away. You may remember that I was at a dot-com company, and the dot-com bubble burst, and the the stock for that company, you'll see if I look it up right now, is worth four cents. At the time we went public, it was worth $14. And so clearly $14 was worth a lot more based on the number of shares I had than $0.04 cents is. $0.04 cents is underwater. I think it's worth nothing for me right now. But I had to do a gut check. I had to figure out what was the most important. And at that time, the people there were more important to me than the cash. And I think that that's what we need to think about. Because I think God's priority is people first, cash second. And so I think the choices we make, both in business and in life, need to be influenced by God's priorities. People first, cash second. Now, obviously a business needs to make money, so don't get me wrong here. I'm not heading in the direction of central planning or or communism or those sort of things, although we are going to touch on socialism here coming up, and that's going to be an interesting discussion. So a business needs to make money because a business can't pay its employees, can't do any good in the community if it goes out of business. That was the interesting thing I learned when I went to work for HP that at the time was known for being a very well-run company from a moral point of view, but the number one priority at HP was make money. The number one priority was profit because it said we have lots of other good things we want to do that we can't even do if we go out of business. And then I want to hit one more verse, and that is Proverbs 30, verses 8 and 9. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you, 
and say, Who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal, and so dishonor the name of my God. Next time we're going to look at that. We're going to look at daily bread and what that means. And we're going to look at contentment. So I hope you'll come back next week as we continue this study of money. If you have any questions, drop me an email at host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or catch me on Twitter at Chris2x. You can also join the Facebook group. Just search for The Bible Study Podcast in Facebook. And I'd be curious, I'm working with a travel company now, Globus Tours, and they have a tour opportunity for Israel with an option of adding in Jordan that I'm starting to think about for next May or June. So that would be 2011. If you're interested in that, and it's not an inexpensive tour, I think it's like $3,000 plus the airfare. But if you're interested in that, let me know if that's something that you would be interested in doing. And thanks so much for listening. found myself on a ledge three stories high at some condominiums contemplating my life and struggling to understand my purpose have you ever found yourself on the ledge my name is billy yant i'm a caring father mentor and friend in my new podcast billy and the goat i share the life-changing events that shaped who i am today to remind you that no matter how far you've fallen god can help you get up and thrive listen now at lifeaudio.com